When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And good morning, folks. James has the day off. Dominic Carter here with you on this beautiful, hot Saturday morning. I hope that your weekend is off to a wonderful, wonderful start. We are live. We are local. We are on it. Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominic TV, at Dominic TV. You can follow me on YouTube, YouTube at YouTube forward slash Dominic Carter. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about over the course of the next three hours. And I have plenty of time where I can take as many phone calls as humanly possible on this Saturday a.m. We're all blessed. What a beautiful day. I'm going to start off by opening up the phone lines before I even bring you the topics. And the number to reach me this morning, again, Dominic Carter in for James Golden at four minutes past the hour of 7 a.m. on this Saturday, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So first of all, folks, we've got to be careful. I know it's hot. We've got to be careful near the water. Uh, just last night, two incidents, one in New Jersey, one in uh, New York. A swimmer pulled from the water in the Rockaways and is hospitalized in critical condition. A man was pulled from the water in uh, Rockaway Beach. This happened just last night and is fighting for his life. Lifeguards jumped into action after spotting the unidentified 32-year-old man struggling in the ocean near Beach 93rd Street in Queens. He was unconscious and not breathing when lifeguards got him to shore. This happened just days after a 14-year-old boy, you may recall, drowned in the rough waters off Far Rockaway in Queens. And this, right, if it's not one thing, it's another. So you got to be careful in the water, but not just because of the swimming, but because of the sharks, because of the sharks. So off the coast of Long Island, drones, additional drones have been brought in to patrol the water for any danger that may lurk right below the surface. And so just be careful out there, folks. And over the course of the last couple of days, at least five people have reported uh, being bitten by sharks. 
in Newark, in Newark, New Jersey, that cargo ship fire continues to burn. It appears to be under control, but it could burn for several days after killing two firefighters. And it's really sad what happened to the firefighters and their funerals are coming up at the end of next week, wakes and the funeral services. Hey, I told you folks, if you listen to me regularly here on WABC, I told you folks that Trump was easily headed to the Republican nomination. And I also told you there's a strong, strong, strong possibility that he's headed back to the White House. Look at the big rally. Look at the big rally Trump had last night in Iowa. Thousands turning out where he went after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. To sanctus opposed my China tariffs, the ones where I gave you $28 billion, by the way, and that was just a small portion of what we took in. We took in hundreds of billions of dollars from China. Do you think they like me? Not too much. Very simply, DeSantis sided with the communists in China. I sided with the farmers in America. Does that sound good? The former president last night in Iowa, a huge rally. Tonight, he's headed to Vegas. And uh, if you thought you were going to stop him with the criminal investigations, as I have consistently said, all you have done is made him a martyr and larger than life. So among the topics we're going to deal with this morning, Dominic Carter here with you in for James Golden at eight minutes past the hour of 7 a.m. We are going to deal with Trump. We are going to deal with Ben and Jerry's. But light also a bit later on this morning, uh, the CVS employee who fatally stabbed a shoplifter in which the employee claims self-defense, stating, look what he did to my face. Referring to the shoplifter, and of course, folks, you already know what I'm about to tell you. The shoplifter has a string of arrests on his uh, rap sheet. It, it, is, it is what it is, folks, but it's the times that we, uh, that we live in, that we live in. And, of course, coming up later in the show this morning, you will have your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Johnny Mathis Saturday, July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury. We're going to open up the phone lines right now, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222 on this Saturday morning. Oh, Ben and Jerry's. Oh, Ben and Jerry's. What hypocrites, what phonies. And to all of these corporations, folks, with the wokeness and the far, 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 far left politics that's off the mountain cliff, I say hit them where it hurts. So Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream maker, and I want to start out with that, right? So they had many of their customers up in arms over the July 4th holiday in which 
Ben and Jerry's tweeted the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. This 4th of July, let's commit to returning it. And by the way, a bit later on, we're going to deal with uh, Ben and Jerry's, uh, I mean, Ben and Jerry's with Bud Light as, as well. So Ben and Jerry's is calling on the U.S. to give back, quote, stolen indigenous land, including Mount Rushmore. And now, now, folks, a Native American chief in Vermont says he wants to talk to Ben and Jerry's because the land that's under the ice cream maker's headquarters, this chief says, belongs to the Indian community, if you will, right? So he says if if they're sincere and their headquarters is in South Burlington, Vermont, right? And by the way, by the way, folks, hit them where it hurts. Ben and Jerry's corporate parent got a taste of the backlash that Targets and Bud Light and all these other companies are facing. Their stock value lost or took a hit, and it may come back eventually, but took a hit of some $2 billion erased from its market cap in the wake of that July 4th post. And another issue we're also going to deal with uh, this first hour of the program, Dominic Carter in for James Golden, do we ever really stop and think about how difficult it is to actually run a business? In this day where shoplifters rule, they set all the rules, they set all the parameters, they get to get arrested 20, 30, 40, 50 times, no rules for the shoplifters. Our items get locked up. We have to deal with the inconvenience. So our owner-operator of WABC, John Katsimatidis, appeared on the Fox Business Channel uh, this past week, and we're going to let you hear a bit we're going to let you hear of what he had to say on the uh, Fox on the Fox Business Channel. That's coming up a bit later on this morning. And I'm also going to be engaging with you via the telephone, but also on uh, social media, also on social media. So we are going to deal with a lot this morning. And let's start with your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Dominic Carter here with you this morning. Let's start with Frank and Highland. Good morning, Frank, on this Saturday morning. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Mr. Carter. Thank you for taking my call. You're absolutely right. We need changes and um, the, but the specifics um, are, you know, just coming out from everywhere. Um, there's um, a call out that's going on where we're using social media uh, uh, and its strength. And the call out is the, for the stoppage 
of aggressive violence. And it's, it's more than the left or the right or anything. I mean, we have respect for no labels who we think are going to bring in an independent because people, I'm talking like 80% of Americans with America's virtues are just tired, just completely tired of the same, the same, the same. Now, um, uh, uh, this call out that I just said should be called out by and, and, and accredited to some a station like WABC, for example, put the call out out because we want it to come out from New York City first. We want it to come out because New York City represents the salad with all the ingredients. And, and then, and, and, and this is what's going on. What people don't realize, especially Curtis Lewa, who is a little jealous that he didn't get elected, is that Adams has things going on that are are privy, you know? I, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I don't know what Curtis has to do with this, uh, and I don't know what you mean by And you've got to, Frank, you've got to get to the point because I have a lot of calls already. When you say Adams has a lot of things going on, I have no idea what your, what's your reference point, what you're talking about. Arbiter, they're civilians who are arbiters for peace. Okay, and that all they right. Okay. Con- okay. They, they're connected to NYPD. And we are going to bring violence in New York City down so mm. much by mm. the end of this, by the end, before 2024. Well, I, I would hope, I would hope it, so, Frank. I've given you a lot of airtime. I, I have to step in. I'm sorry. I would hope so. I, I would hope so. I, I really would hope so. But the indicators are I, I'm not seeing the result of that as of yet. As a matter of fact... Yes, it's Saturday morning. It's 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 beautiful, right? It's hot. It's humid. 16 minutes past the hour of 7 a.m. But I am seeing just the opposite of that on the streets of New York City. And, you know, I'm going to we're starting to see a lot more of vigilanteism, if you will, in New York City. Right. Folks have had it. What we hear all the time is bending over backwards for migrants. Bending over backwards for shoplifters. And what do we collectively get as a result of all of this? Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Larry, you're up early on this Saturday morning. What's on your mind? Well, for you, Dominic, you know it. Man. Well, thank you. Thank you, Larry. Okay, what's, I want to comment on Ben and Jerry's. First of all, people have to know... These are two retired old men that sold their interest in the company, but they retained the rights to direct where the, where where it's sold and dis- distributed uh, to a certain degree. So they're just using their senior years to entertain themselves politically. They, they never they didn't do this when the company was in their hands. But that being said, I am rooting for them, okay? Because I believe they're performing a public service, and I'll tell you why. This Unilever Corporation is putting out, is producing toxic products, toxic body products, uh, uh, mainly Axe deodorant. Uh, It has a lot of banned substances, but the FDA don't get involved 
uh, in stuff that's that's that in cosmetic stuff. Okay, they lay they, their hands off. Very toxic stuff uh, that takes your breath away. Uh, it's cleared out schools. Uh, entire schools have had to go to the hospital because the students, when it was in trend, in vogue, this underarm deodorant, they 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 uh, they all wore it and they created a. Okay, wait, Larry. Larry, is this the same company as Ben and Jerry's? Because I'm, I'm not following you here. Sorry, it's Unilever is the parent corporation. Okay, and this it's the same. The, it's the same corporation. Yeah. Okay. But Unilever is the parent company that Ben and Jerry sold their interest to. Okay. <clears throat> and they are the ones that are producing. They produce many products, that, and they are producing this Axe deodorant. That if you if you research it as I did. It has a, it has bad substance in it, formaldehyde, cancer-causing substances that interfere with hormonal hormones, DNA of growing children, it, it, and they and it's, they're not regulated. So I believe Ben and Jerry's by lowering the stock of Unilever, going around saying these crazy things. Okay, keep it up. I believe it because Unilever needs to go down for producing these toxic substances. Okay, so so Larry, so answer this for me before I move on to another call. Uh, when Ben and Jerry's, right, and that's what we're really zeroing in on right now. When Ben and Jerry says, you know, uh, uh, that that it, you know, it, it, it's really, it's really when you think about it. But the Fourth of July, uh, that that the United States is was founded on uh, on stolen land and so on. It needs to be given back, including Mount Rushmore. And then a chief surfaces to say, wait a minute, Ben and Jerry's, your corporate headquarters is located on on uh, on uh, Indian land. Uh, are they total hypocrites? What do you make of that? They're not hypocrites if they didn't know about it. But if it could be if it could be proved that it is and they don't surrender it, then I think we've heard the last of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. I, you know, Hey, Larry, I, I appreciate your call as always. Nice to hear from you on this uh, early Saturday morning. You know, I think uh, many of us have thought in the past, uh, thank you, Larry, that Ben and Jerry's was done, but it seems like they've got nine lives uh, for pu- to push their agenda. And um, I just think we, the American people, are tired of many of these companies telling us what we should think, pushing their agenda on the rest of us. Dominic Carter here with you on this Saturday morning, 7.20 a.m. I'm in for Boss Nerdly, uh, who has the uh, day off. We are going to take a break. When we come back on this Saturday a.m., we're going to go to New Jersey, South Ozone Park, Queens, Long Island, and Saratoga. We'll be right back. The Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And good morning, Dominic Carter, in with you on this Saturday, and for James Golden. I'm looking at Twitter. You can reach me at Dominic TV at Dominic TV. So uh, I'm looking, uh, here's some of the comments. Make marijuana illegal again, right? I say amen to that. In which uh, he says uh, for three hours here on WABC, more time, more calls, tune in, no excuses. You got it right. Make marijuana illegal again. Dr. Bernays Sauce uh, says, as it relates to Detroit, Michigan, 70 degrees overcast rain coming to Detroit 
Morning, Dominic. I say good morning to you, to our pal Norton. He says that I am the voice of reason, and thank you for that. I appreciate your comment, and let's uh, keep the comments uh, going here. Uh, we see, we see. If you're trying to reach us right now, folks, all the lines are lit up. But please continue to call because this is going to be uh, three hours of me having the opportunity to chat with you this morning. And to show you where things stand in our country, right? So San Francisco, California, right? The iconic Golden Gate Bridge has become the latest victim, if you will, with traffic down 30% on pre-pandemic, sending the transit agency into a fiscal cliff as fewer people commute to the city. I wonder why. I wonder why fewer people want to go to San Francisco. Right now, we are discussing Ben and Jerry's, indigenous land, uh, you know, July 4th, their tweet, give it back to the indigenous people. Give them back Mount Rushmore. Now a chief has come forward to say, well, your corporate headquarters is on indigenous land. So we're taking your calls. We're talking shoplifting this morning. A bit later, we'll get to that situation where the security guard at the uh, CVS stabbed the shoplifter. The shoplifter has a long rap sheet. We'll get to Bud Light. Bud Light no longer, uh, no longer among the top 10 most liked beers in the United States. Let's see here. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Bob on Long Island. Good morning, Bob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good, good morning. Um, on the topic of shoplifting. Wait, Bob, are you on speaker? Way- wait, wait, Bob. It sounds like you're in South Africa. Are, are you on a speaker? It, yes, okay, yes. can you can you please pick up the phone? It sounds horrible, okay. the line. Is that better? Uh, not really, but, but go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. How's that? Better? That's better. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Okay, so on the topic of shoplifting, there are two ways that you can stop shoplifting. And one is that the people come into the store and they have to scan their driver's license. Or identification that makes it so much more difficult for them to actually ticket something out of the store because wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Bob are. Bob Bob so wait you want to have everybody coming into a store show their driver's license and have it scanned right and who's going to stand online and wait for hours for this to happen Bob come on well I, I don't think I don't think it takes hours I think it takes a second or so to just swipe like you would swipe a bank card. You swipe your driver's license, and it takes the information. And as you enter the store, similar to what Amazon stores are doing, where you swipe a credit card, and you go shopping, and then you walk out with the product. Right. Well, you you know what? I, I support the idea, and I support the idea generally, right? But you already know, Bob, the the civil liberties crowd will be in federal court in a New York minute to try and block it. It could be. But in the meantime, they would nip shoplifting in the butt if they 
uh, enforced it. The second thing is to charge these people with burglary. Why, why are they charging it with shoplifting when you're going to steal a product out of a store? It's the same thing as going in the middle of the night when they're closed and you're taking a product. They'd be charging them with burglary. They got to do some time with burglary. Hey, I'm, I'm with you, Bob, but the burglars, they're, they're like street smart lawyers. They know what amount to steal under so that it, it, it doesn't go uh, above uh, a misdemeanor level. They, they know, unfortunately, they know what they're doing. The, the people, thank you for the call, Bob. Next time, please call in from a better line or pick up the phone directly. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I am in this morning for James Golden. James has the day off. We are going to take a break. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to zero in, zero in on former President Donald Trump. I told you folks that the Republican nomination was his. I told you folks that Governor Ron DeSantis wasn't going anywhere. Oh, Dominic, you love Trump. You love Trump. DeSantis is going to win. DeSantis is going down. DeSantis is going down. Trump treated like a, a, a rock star at a rally last night in Iowa. Today, he's headed to Vegas. 7.29 a.m., 7.29, Dominic Carter in for James Golden. We will be right back. This is the Saturday Morning Radio Extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And Dominic Carter in for James Golden on this Saturday morning, 7.32 a.m. Good morning, good morning. As I said online, you folks bring the coffee, right? And in the summertime, I like iced coffee, but plain, plain flavored. I don't like vanilla or any other flavor. You bring the coffee and I'll bring the conversation. And, you know, I, I see your calls as it relates to shoplifting. And we're going to deal with that a bit later on. And in just a moment, we're going to focus on former President Donald Trump, who's out there on the campaign trail. And the establishment thought they were going to stop him with the indictment on federal charges, right? Wrong. Not going to happen. You made him larger than life. You made him larger than life. So we're going to deal with that in just a moment. But we are in a very fortunate position. This is what I mean in terms of uh, what I'm about to play for you right now. So the owner-operator of WABC, the great John Katsimatidis, last week he appeared on the Fox Business Channel. And here's why that this is a great moment for me and for you, the listeners. Very few of us get to hear how tough it is running a business. You know that Mr. Katsimatidis owns Gristidis, Mr. Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis, his lovely wife. And it is a tough time for business where you have to hire extra security, costs are up and so on. And so I want you to listen to this, folks. Mr. Katsimatidis on the Fox Business Channel last week talking about how hard it is to run supermarkets these days and the cost of products for the American people. 
can I say something? We had an old friend that used to say they're full of crap. <laughs> and, uh, and, and they are. It's the manufacturers that have raised the prices as high as they can because they don't want to disappoint Wall Street by being a penny off on earnings. And the fact that the Russia and Saudi Arabia are threatening to raise, uh, cut uh, inventories and raise prices again, again, that fuels the manufacturers that they're not going to uh, do that. Yeah. The shoplifting and the other problems that retailers are having. CVS, uh, uh, was it, Walgreens this morning, announced they're cl- closing another 150 stores, yeah. 90 of them being in the New York area, 150 are all over the country. Retailers are closing at record levels. So you're going to have less retailers. The cost of running stores with shoplifting, et cetera, et cetera, is tremendous. Yeah. There's no retailer that's making, I don't think there's any retailers making any record profits. They're yeah. not. Us in New York, well, if we break even, well, we have a party. Yeah. And, and, and there's a severe problem. And I urge the White House, uh, the President of Biden has new advisors around him, that we need to give everybody more confidence. Chairman Powell has to reduce interest rates because they're destroying the rest of the country. Wow, and wow. If, and if, we keep, if we keep the price of uh, of oil down to 68, where it was the last few days, if we keep the price of oil down and the interest rates go down, then America makes a comeback. Well, you, you heard it there, folks. Uh, the great John Katsimatidis appearing on the Fox Business Channel last week. His expert analysis of what we're dealing with. And it's really sad when when you heard Mr. Katsimatidis say if they break even uh, owners of businesses these days, when you consider shoplifting and everything else, they're ready to have a party. That is the reality of of what we we live in. Now, Dominic, why should I care about that? Well, because if the business owners can't break even or make a profit, they can't continue to pay taxes. If they can't continue to pay taxes, what do you think happens, folks? We lose services. We lose services. I mentioned former President Donald Trump. We see all of your calls. We're going to get right back to them. I assure you of that. Mr. Trump will be in Vegas tonight. Huge campaign rally in Iowa last night. Trump, no surprise, the front runner for the Republican nomination for president, despite his indictment on federal charges related to the alleged mishandling of classified documents, obstructing justice, and making false statements. That is at least what the uh, what the feds say. And the feds continue to come, and you the people, we the people, continue to support Trump, turning out in record numbers. We're also talking about Ben and Jerry's, absolute hypocrites. Buy our ice cream and other products based on what Larry in Brooklyn just told us. But yet on July 4th, they offend us all, stating that the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. 
the fourth, this fourth of July, let's commit to returning it as well as, oh boy, I'm looking, I'm looking at the, their further quote now that the U.S. should start with Mount Rushmore, writing the faces on Mount Rushmore are the faces of men who actively work to destroy indigenous cultures and ways of life. Now, how is that going to help us, folks? What's the point of doing something like that? All it's going to do is polarize us even further, even further. Back to your telephone calls on this Saturday morning, 7.39 a.m. Kathy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Kathy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I just want to say about John Cassimatini's. At the time when Zeldin and Curtis was running for office, he deep down inside knew they were the best for the city. They would have turned things around. But he didn't go all in. He didn't go all in, and I, 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 it really bothers me about that. How do, and you, now, how, how do you know, Kathy? How do you know? Well, I, 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 I used to hear him always on the radio mm-hmm. talking about what a nice woman the governor is, Hochul, and how, what a good guy Adams is. But deep down inside, he knew, he knew that Curtis and Zeldin would have turned this city around back to some normalcy. I know he has a lot of influence, John uh, Katsimatidis. Uh, right, but, but Kathy, I, I do believe, if memory serves correctly, Mr. Katsimatidis held numerous events for Mr. Sliwa. Numerous. Numerous. All right. So okay, but Kathy, I I, guess- I, I do I do thank you for your call, and I I want you to have a uh, a great weekend. Let's go to Pamela in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Pamela, I guess we lost Pamela. Okay, let's go to Joe in Suffolk County. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind, Joe? Hello? Oh yes, Joe. Go right ahead, please. Oh, yeah, this is a South Ozone Park. I'm sorry, Dominic. Go ahead, Joe. You're live. Go ahead, please. Okay, I just have a simple question. What moron made the rule where X amount of money you could walk out of a store with? How is this, well, how is this ever based on reality? Well, that, that, that's been the law in every every city and municipality across the country. They come up, they have to have a way in terms of what defines a misdemeanor, what defines a slap on the wrist, what defines a felony? They they have to. No, you, and you're absolutely right about that. But when they see stores closing down, shouldn't shouldn't stronger measures be taken? Yes, un, under under uh, uh, under the uh, if we all have the same assumption that we should fight against crime, if we all have the assumption that uh, store owners. Uh, supply goods in the stores to make profits, not not to serve as a socialist society where where these lowlifes can just steal and take whatever they want. It shouldn't be that way, and 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 the politicians just look the other way. It should not be that way. I thank you for the telephone call. Have a uh, a beautiful morning. Let's go to Lillian in Queens. Good morning, Lil- Lillian. Good morning, Dominic. On- <laughs> I'm so happy you're on for three hours. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. 
I want to say we need Trump and Trump needs us. And Trump is the only one that could clear everything up. And especially with China, with the robberies, the murders, the people have to get up and vote for him. And then I got one more thing to say. With John Castmatino, it's something funny. I think you'll like it. Uh, a couple of years ago in Broad Channel, he was, I guess you would say, campaigning like for a Democrat. He was giving out flyers and pins. And I happened to be next to him, and he was giving me it for the Democrats. I took them, and I said, here it is, in the garbage can. I put them, I put them in the garbage can. Okay, all right. Get- okay, okay, all right. I, I got it. I, I hear you. But, but I mean, there are good people of every party. I, I'm, I'm just making the, the point, Lillian. I mean, I'm not going to broad brush uh, everybody. But thank you for the call, and I want you to have a great weekend as well. Let's go to uh, Tom in the Bronx. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I, I'd like to say that I admire Ben and Jerry for their sentiments and everybody that has a sentiment of that variety. But the trouble is that a lot of these people have no alternative logic to it. Years ago, I had put out an article uh, um, how to help the Palestinian people uh, create a homeland in in the Sinai Peninsula if they could buy it off Egypt. I had an... Okay, all right, all right, go ahead, Tom. I got it. You had an article. Go, Go ahead with your point. Yeah, anyway... To make a long story short, it had substance to it. Tom, we we, we got it on your article. What's your point? The the point is that they have to come up with, if they want to talk about these issues, they have to talk about something that's substantial. When you say say they, I don't know who they is in this case. Is that Ben and Jerry's? I don't know what you're referring to. The... Uh, in other words, well, they talked about the... Uh, when you say the, they, Tom, who is they? Huh? Who is I they? Know, ben and Jerry talked okay, about ben and the American Indians losing the lands and right, all. Right, But they have to come up with stuff they need. In other words, they have to uh, help them out. If they want to help them out, they come up with something they need concrete today. Well, how about how about this? Thank you for the call, Tom. How about this? Ben and Jerry's keep your mouth shut. How about that? How about Ben and Jerry's? We can care less what you think. How about that? How about Ben and Jerry's? You concentrate on ice cream and let the rest and your other products and let the rest of us focus on what we feel it happens to be important. How about this? Ben and Jerry's, we don't need your lectures on what you feel should happen as it relates to indigenous people and land and so on. Let's go to Pamela in central New Jersey on this Saturday morning, 7.45 a.m. Dominic Carter in for Bolsnerly. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning uh, and great on that speech. Uh, The same woke people who are keeping Ben and Jerry's afloat are the same people who I talk to in the grocery store who say, oh, I can't buy cow's milk. Cows are destroying the climate. And I said, well, what do you think Ben and Jerry's is made out of? Hello. <laughs> so what do, what do you think, Pamela, of, uh, of the actions of uh, Ben and Jerry's? Hey, listen, you know what? When people go from place to place, things are conquered. 
And you know what? I'm sorry, but get over it. I, I went on a tour outside of Las Vegas. The amount of land that is tax-free and casino uh, funds that they get, you wouldn't believe the amount of land if you travel. The Passamaquoddy tribe up there in the Northeast, if you travel up there, they own so much tax-free. They get all kinds of tax breaks. Guess what? They got their reparations. I, I hear you, Pamela. I, I appreciate your call, and you have a uh, a wonderful weekend. So I'm looking at some of the emails that I'm receiving as we speak on this Saturday morning, 7.46 a.m., 7.46 a.m. Arthur Melendez says, top of the morning, Dominic. It's Artie from Yonkers, New York. I got my ears on. Thank you for that, Artie. He says, I'm a weekly listener to your show overnight. Good job filling in. Thank you very much for that comment, Artie. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. And again, coming up a bit later, folks, coming up a bit later, your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Johnny Mathis Saturday, July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury. When we come back from this break, your phone calls from Long Island, Suffolk, New Rochelle, the Bronx, Saratoga, and Staten Island. The Saturday Morning Radio Extravaganza. James, welcome aboard. Nice to see you again, sir. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And good morning. James has the day off. Dominic Carter here with you. I will be with you up until 10 a.m. We have plenty of time to chat with each other this morning, the number to reach me, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. At the top of the hour, when we come back, we're going to switch to the topic of Bud Light. You talk about going from bad to uh, to worse. It appears that's the situation for Bud Light. We're going to focus on that. But right now, we'll continue with your telephone calls. Jim in Manhattan. Good morning, Jim. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. You know, you know, Mayor Adams, first he says God visited him 30 years ago and told him that in 30 years he'd be mayor. And then he snaps and yells at an 87-year-old woman who, like everybody else, doesn't like the high rents in New York City, as if opposition to the highest rents in the country is prejudice. And he somehow connects that question to the pre-Civil War South. Um, I'm thinking maybe the job's getting to Mayor Adams. <laughs> you you sound Jim. You sound like uh, you sound like Curtis Lewa, who uh, has the same uh, uh, perspective. What you just articulated. Hey Jim, I don't know if uh, if God reached out to uh, Mayor Adams, uh, but but I can tell you, I can tell you this much: that about twenty five years ago, Adams did pull me aside, and he did tell me he was going to be mayor. So I know firsthand. And and you don't just wake up and become mayor. This is something that um that that you know that that takes time. But you know, Jim, as as you're speaking, I'm I'm looking at uh, Fox News with the uh, San Antonio Spurs uh, basketball player, and Britney Spears claims that security for the brand new NBA player that that uh the the guy slapped her. Now the police in Vegas say that it was her own hand that hurt herself. Hit herself. We don't know if it's a publicity stunt, but you know. But I'm thinking about that uh, as you were speaking. But back to Mayor Adams. Um, you you brought him up. So the um, the uh, oh boy. So I'm looking. I'm looking at. 
I'm looking at another email from a person that identifies here as Patrick Marks. And Pat, Mr. Marks says, Dominic, stop being so short with your callers. Give them a chance. Some are nervous first-time callers. It sounds very unprofessional. Patrick, we're in the business of ratings. If someone is not a good on-air caller, I cannot stand by and let them go, oh, um, um, um. Well, let me think about this and get my – this is the business of ratings. Every minute is ratings. And if it's not compelling radio, I have to move on. So since you're a critic, Patrick, why don't you call up yourself and we'll see how you do on the air in terms of the telephone calls. I think the callers are wonderful and and doing a good job thus far. But again, folks, as the kids say, don't get it twisted. This is a business. And it's a business of ratings. And because of you folks, the show that I do is consistently number one or number two in New York. And we are going to keep it that way. Period. It's about ratings. If someone is stumbling or it's taking them forever to make their point or I'm not following their point, then I have to move on or get the person to uh, to focus a bit more. Let's go to to John in uh, New Rochelle. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? I just wanted to have one word on this um, shoplifting stuff. In New York State, there is no crime of shoplifting. The technical term for it is petty larceny. And you don't get out of that until you get over $1,000, I believe. You right. You steal $1,000 worth of stuff, then you're into a loss. And okay, but John, but what does it matter what it's called if if we're all paying the price and we're, you know, the business owners are losing? What what does I, I hear you on the technicality. You're right, because the average shoplifter knows to keep it under $1,000. But what does it matter on the technicality of the name? Somebody, somebody should charge them with burglary. It doesn't fit the elements of a burglary. You have to enter the store illegally in order to be charged with a burglary, and then and then commit the crime once you get in there. With a with a bur- you could charge them with burglary if you posted their pictures on the wall after they stole something and said they're not allowed in the store anymore. And then if they came in there again and steal, then you could uh, have them arrested for burglary. But what is a petty lawsuit? You're going to arrest somebody and charge them a petty lawsuit, and they're going to plead it down anyway. It's never going to see trial. That's a good point, John, and it's part of the problem that the professional criminals know. Thank you for the call, John. They know, plead it down, right? And you walk out with a slap on the wrist. You walk out with a slap on the wrist. Jeremiah in the Bronx. Good morning, Jeremiah. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning. Good morning. Uh, someone, some airhead called uh, the, your show and said, oh, forget about it or get over it about what Ben and Jerry said about the Native Americans. I totally agree with what Ben and Jerry said. This is their land. And would you say, hey, to the Jews, oh, get over the Holocaust? Okay, wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 Jeremiah, why are we even going there? If you want to talk about the subject at hand, that's fine. But why are we even going to the Holocaust in the Jewish community? It's Saturday morning. Why Why are we doing that? Let me get, let me get my point across. It, you got to do it quickly. Some, Go ahead. Say, oh, get over it. Some knucklehead airhead said, get over it. You said get that over. already, Jeremiah. You said that already. I should get over. You think we should get over uh, what happened to our culture, to our people in this land? Huh? Would you? Is it right for me to say, hey, uh, to the Jews. Oh, why don't you Okay, no, 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 no. I I gave you one warning about the Jewish comment. You went there again, right? 
It's Saturday morning. Do you really think I want to hear that? Do you think I want to hear you offend people on these public airwaves? I gave you the first warning and said continue, and you went there again. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Okay, let's go to Rocco in Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. Good morning, Dom. You're up early. What's up? With this? I, was looking, <laughs> I was looking for James. But, uh, hey, you've got the chops, buddy. Avery is the best. He's taking care of you. Okay, he go, is Rocco, please go hey, ahead. To Saratoga for a cup of coffee anytime, okay? Okay. That's legit. That's legit. You give me a call and you're Rocco, here. please go ahead. Yes, I know, Dom. You know I'm a long-winded Italian. Rocco, okay. I'm Let short me... on time. Yeah, please I, I go ahead. Okay, I'll rush through it, Dom. I'm an expert. No, you, Rocco, expert Rocco, and... Rocco, Rocco. You just wasted, I'll tell you literally, you just wasted 40 seconds. Okay. From, wait, listen, but, Rocco, what? Rocco, from the moment you say hello to me, there's a timer that starts when when you say a word. I'm supposed to give you 15 to 20 seconds. You've already gone on for 40 seconds, and you haven't said anything about what you want to talk about. So please, for the last time, because I've got to take a break in less than a minute, get to the point, please. But, Dom, you let me talk. Budweiser is not an American company anymore. Do people realize that? They're a Belgian-Brazilian company, Budweiser InBev, okay? Okay, so, and what, what does that mean about anything? We're, we're going to be talking about that in just a second, but why is that relevant? It's relevant. Okay, first of all, it's no longer American. Okay, they you said that, Rocco. Why is that relevant? They don't know what they're doing marketing-wise. They're going to cost them big time. They lost the number one slot as the number one beer in the country. That's now by Modelo, which is a Mexican company, is the number one beer in the U.S., okay? Mm-hmm. So they made a big boo-boo that they're not coming back from. I guarantee you that. I know. Been working on Wall Street for 45 years, and I know what's going down. I'm good at this. John, I'm sorry, interest rates are going up. That I guarantee you, John. I'm sorry, but it's a fact. Okay. Rocco, I have to step in. Next time, please get to the point. To the point. Folks, a bit later on this morning, Dominic Carter in for James Golden. A bit later, we're going to focus on the NYPD, right? I'm a huge supporter of law enforcement, but boy, they're getting squeezed, uh, some would say, from almost every direction. But Jamani Williams, the public advocate, right? We're going to focus on this a bit later, but Jamani Williams wants to increase the paper trail for the NYPD. And I find that disgusting. It's already hard enough that they put their lives on the line and something has to give, folks. 7.59 a.m., good morning. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. I will be right back. It's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And Dominic Carter in for James Golden. Good morning, 8.02 a.m. I hope your Saturday is off to a wonderful start. I am so happy and proud that you folks are here with us 
on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can reach me on Twitter. I'm actually looking at the comments as the show is ongoing. Dominic TV on Twitter, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. So on Twitter, uh, Mike Harvilla says, good morning from North Carolina. All right, Mike, weekly listener, awesome show. Thank you for that. Uh, the Turk is uh, giving me some credit here. The Turk says, you, sir, converse with people and don't talk at people. I try to do that. No yelling, no drama, no posturing, class all the way. Thank you for that. And my buddy uh, O'Brien Murray, O'Brien Murray, posted on my uh, Twitter some photos from the lake. Oh, the lake in one of the lakes in beautiful Vermont where he is and OB says, great way to wake up Dominic TV on 77 WABC. Coffee, breakfast, the lake, and Dominic. It's going to be a great day live from Vermont. Wow, OB, I hope that you are enjoying a Vermont. And I know, folks, that I am enjoying your companies. So, your company. So, Bud Light. Bud Light no longer among the 10 most liked beers. No, really? Really? This, of course, after it, the company used a transgender influencer, Dylan Mulvaney, and Bud Light, which was tied for ninth most popular beer last year, is currently tied for 14th most popular according to a YouGov survey, which was first cited by Newsweek. And the drama continues as it relates to Bud Light. Uh, Joe Rogan, on his podcast with Ice Cube, called Mulvaney mentally ill. And all of a sudden, you have this mentally ill person who's just an attention whore. And you make a big deal out of putting this person's 365 days of womanhood. You put that on a Bud Light can, and they freak the f*** out. Yeah. And then Kid Rock shoots a bunch of them, and then it's on. Once Kid Rock shoots your cans, you got real problems. And Bud Light has real problems. Dylan Mulvaney, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You would think that Bud Light would have vetted her. But and I'm not I'm not necessarily going to say that Joe Rogan is correct, but I am starting to wonder uh, if there are some mental issues there. Here is how Dylan Mulvaney uh, defended herself. I I'm bringing it up because what transpired from that video was more bullying and transphobia than I could have ever imagined. And I should have made this video months ago, but I didn't. And I was scared and and I was scared of more backlash. And, and I felt personally guilty for what transpired. So I patiently waited for things to get better. But surprise, they haven't really. And, and I was waiting for the brand to reach out to me, but they never did. And for months now, I've been scared to leave my house. I have been ridiculed in public. I've been followed. And I have felt a loneliness that I wouldn't wish on anyone. And I'm not telling you this because I want your pity. I am telling you this because if this is my experience from a very privileged perspective, 
know that it is much, much worse for other trans people. For a company to hire a trans person and then not publicly stand by them is worse, in my opinion, than not hiring a trans person at all. I want to make sure I got this right. I want to make sure I got this right. Bud Light has lost billions in stock. Its image has taken a tremendous hit. And Dylan Mulvaney, the transgender influencer, thinks that their top priority at this point should be her when they've lost billions of dollars. Their, their, their brand has taken a hit that they may not recover from. And Dylan Mulvaney feels that, <laughs> that they, with billions of dollars at stake, that they should be reaching out to her. I want to make sure I got this right. So the average Sunday in the fall, men and, and now a lot of women gather around the TV, the big screen TV, and you watch football. And beer has become very traditional, right, for a football game especially with a bunch of men or a college game. So which rocket scientist said, by the way, that you paid millions of dollars to come up with this campaign? Hey, let's take a transgender woman and let's market our beer through the transgender woman. Which rocket scientist came up with that idea? And so that's why the hit that Bud Light has taken, you don't want to see any anybody or any company uh, lose, uh, you know, but, but, but it's a good thing. And it's a good thing because the American people are speaking their mind and the American people are saying, no, you have gone too far. And I hope Kohl's and I hope Target's and I hope, Every other company that's thinking about going woke and not just transgender, not just transgender as it relates to Black Lives Matter as well, right? That big con, right? You want to align yourself with that? Good luck with that. You're on your own. That is what the message should be from the American people. We are taking your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC on this Saturday morning. I'm in for James Golden. And uh, let's go to Robert in Suffolk County. I believe we have him back. Good morning to you, Robert. Good morning, Dominic. Happy to hear you. Thank you, Robert. Go right ahead, please. You know, it's not just shoplifting. It's, It's all crimes especially the violent crimes. We have a God-given right to defend ourselves. I don't care what kind of stupid, senseless, and unconstitutional laws that Hoko and any of these other politicians make. You can't stop us from defending ourselves and protecting our lives, our families, our property, because you're not there on the street to do it. And the police aren't going to either, apparently. And well, after the Rodney King riots, mm-hmm. there was a court ruling that the police 
have no obligation to do so either. Right, I, I hear you, but we're not going back as far right now for for for, for argument's sake to Rodney King. Let, let's let's keep it in the present tense. Okay, so it's up to us to protect ourselves and to help each other, so we don't become victims like these politicians want us to, and we get harmed and become collateral damage just for a an agenda. To be soft on crime. I I I hear you, Robert, and and it's a uh, it's it, it's a big problem as far as the soft on crime, and you know the country is taking a tremendous hit, a tremendous hit because of these phony pandering politicians uh, from the far left. Well, we have district attorneys that want to be social workers. And, you know, this is a familiar theme that that I have hit on. Thank you for the call, Robert. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. On the issue of Bud Light, that's what we're discussing right now. Let's go to Bob in New Jersey. Good morning, Bob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. And it's Bud Light. Forget about. I mean, they're tricking Americans. Caller before said Anheuser Busch is no longer an American company. That's been like that for a while. Check out their brands. They're just tricking Americans to buy in some other brand that they actually make. So please wake up, America. Source your food. See who's behind these companies. Budweiser, forget them. You know, uh, Unilever, forget them. Ben and Jerry's, see ya. It's it's about time, America. Please, please wake up. Thank you, Dominic. Well, hey, wait a second. Uh, wait a second, Bob. So Bud Light, uh, can they make a return? Do you think they're going to be headed in the right direction now? No, absolutely not. There's a lot of cheap beer out there, and they prove the fact that not only is it cheap, it's not even made around here. But people are just seeing through it, and they're sick and tired of it. Brew your own, folks. I used to with my kid. It's a, it's a great family thing if you want, but there's plenty of cheap beer out there if that's what you want. They're not going to make a comeback. Thank goodness. Wow. Okay. Well, Bob, I, I thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This half hour, we are discussing the situation of Bud Light in terms of its relationship or past relationship with a transgender social media influencer, Dylan Mulvaney. You can reach me at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We are taking uh, your calls Saturday morning, 8.15 a.m. or 8.14. Let's go to Chris and the Catskills. Good morning, Chris. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I wanted to bring something up real quick. I haven't heard reported uh, about there was a bill that was passed over a month ago in the New York State Legislature that would merge local election years with state and federal election years. So all elections would be every two years. There's a some language in the state constitution that doesn't allow specific county offices, sheriff, comptroller, and county executive and county clerk, uh, they would have to put that end of it on a ballot referendum 
where the voters would have to vote for that change. But this would have several effects on uh, politics and the election process. Uh, it would lessen the stranglehold that the socialist movement in certain parts of the country has had over the primary process and the Democratic Party because more uh, moderate to conservative Democrats are going to vote in the primary years. And it's also going to give smaller parties a chance to reestablish themselves unless they change the baseline about. Now, now wait, Chris, is, is this is this is this statewide or is this because I'm not following you, to be honest with you. And I've got to move on in a second. Is this just for local elections? What What is this pertaining to? So this is pertaining to all elections in the state of New York. Okay. And it was it was actually put up by James Scoofus was the state senator that sponsored it. I I got it. But but right now, Chris, I'm talking about Bud Light. So it's very hard to follow what what you're saying. But but I but I do thank you for the call. Thank you very much. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Joe on Long Island. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How are you, sir? Good, good. Please go right ahead. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, I think with this whole Bud Light thing, I think the masses have spoken. I can't imagine what they were thinking by coming out with this advertising campaign and thinking it was going to work. Because when you, you know, what's the percentage of transgender that's that's going to, you know, the appeal? I mean, thank you, Joe. Thank thank you. I, I could not have said I didn't want to say that. But but thank you. You know, you you just put it out there. I mean, I, I get I get. OK, let's give them the benefit of the doubt if it's possible, Joe. I guess they thought that people would find it cute and it's with the times. But I don't think they considered for a second that a, a large portion of society does not want to deal with this issue. You know, the, the transgender issue. And so, Joe, so you don't see them coming back at all? I couldn't imagine how they could turn that ship around. I'll tell you, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a real big mountain to climb. Well, Joe, I, I, I think you're correct. Thank you for the telephone call this morning, Long Island. Uh, before we take a break, Dominic Carter in for James Golden this morning. Let's go to Pennsylvania. Let's say good morning to Victor. Good morning, Victor. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You are the best host, uh, period. But, Thank you. Uh, That's very I kind of you to say. You Thank know, you. Bud Light uh, refers to her, uh, refers to Mulvaney as a her, and so do you. Uh, the problem is she has a penis, and you can't change what God has made. You know, you know, Victor, I wasn't going there this morning, but, but I guess it's a good thing that, that, you, uh, that you brought it up. And and by the way, let me just say this about Ben and Jerry's. Um, I'm still going to take some calls on it. I see we have Stephen in Long Island, but they have lost two billion, right? Two billion. The parent company, uh, over the tweet that they sent about indigenous people and so on. But but you know what, Victor, you're right. You're right, and that's part of the problem that I have. The the shooting suspect in Philadelphia, right? So I'm preparing to do the story, and I look at the photo, and I see a woman, right? But the press accounts say it was a man. And so I'm like, wait a minute. I'm looking at a woman, but the press accounts say it's a man. And so these are the things that we in the business have to deal with. So now I have to look carefully at a photo, 
And I've got to figure out, am I looking at a man or a woman? And in the case in Philadelphia, where five people were killed, it was a man that dresses as a woman from time to time, wears bras, blouses, and so on. You're right. I have referred to Dylan Mulvaney as she, because that is the proper way to address it. You're right. Dylan Mulvaney on social media posts dress as a woman, but has the male gender part and had the nerve to walk around in a bikini where you could see the male body part jingling. And so I was trying not to go there this morning (laughs) because it's so early in the morning, but these are the issues that we are dealing with. So we are going to take a break. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. When we come back, 8.20 a.m. on this Saturday morning, when we come back, we're going to Paul and Monroe. And Paul says Bud Light should have apologized by now. We're also going to go to New Jersey, to Long Island, and to Brooklyn. Good morning. We'll be right back. The Saturday Morning Radio Extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter in for James Golden today. James has the day off. We are discussing the situation, the turbulent times of Bud Light aligning itself with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. The fallout still continuing. I'm looking at Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV. Don Sheridan, Don says, listening from the Jersey Shore. Oh, Don, I I wish I was there right now. But Don says, listening from the Jersey Shore and loving it. I normally listen to the podcast, but today is live. Thanks for being a class act. Don, thank you for the comment. Let's go back to the telephone calls. I mentioned Paul and Monroe. Good morning, Paul. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you this morning? I'm good, Paul. Please go right ahead. Thank you for asking. So so my perspective is um, I understand what transpired, and I don't necessarily blame the marketing department or anything. They were trying to think outside the box. They did what they did. But to me, after you see the fallout, it's just unconscionable that the company, on behalf of all the shareholders, I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar you know, international company, hasn't walked this back and made an apology. And, and I think it's because of this, this, uh, you know, this BlackRock ESG score. I think they're unable to. And they're doing that at the expense of, I mean, think of people that have, this is a large part of their portfolio. Think of this. Think, imagine if you said, I'm retired. I want to make sure my money's secure. Let me invest in blue chip stocks, Anheuser-Busch or InBev, and Disney. Look at where you are now, six months later, something that you could have never imagined. That's a good you point. You lose your money on That's it. A You're good losing point. your shirt now. But I just, I think, I think they're unable to, to apologize. Okay, well, wait, wait, wait. Hey, Paul, those... Paul, let me, you, you just made a good point that it, it was a guaranteed stock-wise, but now you're losing your shirt, your word. But now I, I'm curious, is it, is it 
Is it an investment possibility now? You know how they say buy when it's, when stocks are doing bad and then they go up. Do you see it as an investment and as, as an investment opportunity now, or it's going to, going to continue to go down? I honestly think Bud Light, I think they're going to have to cancel the brand because for some reason it just seems it's so obvious that you just have to apologize. I mean, Americans, normal people, love a, a comeback story, and they, they want to be, you know, they, they want to forgive people and stuff like that. But there's no indication they're they're forgiving for, for what they've done. They 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 have doubled down. They refuse to apologize, and I think that's the biggest part. Now I think it's just become a a national thing where nobody's going to get caught with, with a Bud Light. I mean, I see it everywhere in bars, in in restaurants, in in supermarkets, nobody will buy Bud Light because it's, okay. it's just so toxic. So, Paul, do me a favor. Stay on the line live, right? We we know how you feel. I want to mm-hmm. bring in Neil as well live here, and I want to hear what Neil has to say. Paul, you stay with me live. Neil, go right ahead in Brooklyn. Hello, Dominic. Hello, Dominic. Hello, Paul. Uh, notwithstanding the grotesque misuse of pronouns, Dominic, which you seem to have brought, bought into, even though you also admitted that you scan the news articles to see what's jingling and see what's not jingling, which we all do, on the marketing side of it, these companies like Bud Light, they're caving to the, the ESG and the DEI targets in order not to fall afoul of BlackRock and these other investment management firms who seem to favor autocratic rule. And Larry Fink, the head of BlackRock, is on record saying that China, governments like China, are more stable. Even though they're tyrannical governments, he favors them because they're reliable and more stable than free markets. He is scum, okay? Now, the pronouns really are the issue because Bud Light demanded its customers acknowledge Okay, wait, 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 Neil, Neil, for one second here, because you're talking all over the place. It says here on my screen that Budweiser needs to apologize to Dylan. Is that the way that you feel? No. Okay, well, I, no, I don't know where no, that no. came I mean, from. I mean, okay. they, used, they, did, they did use Dylan, but he used them too. I mean, it's an incestuous, you know, grotesque thing. where Right, where okay, so, so you and Paul are in unison. Is that what you're telling me? I would say so. Okay, so you so you you both agree. So wait, hold on one second, Neil. Paul, do you agree with what Neil just had to say live? Yeah, I think he just elaborated further. He sounds like he has a, a more in depth knowledge of of the ESG. Yes, I, and I would DEI. agree with that. I would agree with that. But you guys, so see, I thought you were on the opposite side of the issue, but but you're not. No, I think everybody can agree with this is all it's all common sense. That's what makes this so absurd that this company hasn't walked this back. They're trying half assed measures like, uh, you know, patriotic uh, marketing slogans and stuff like that, while ignoring a simple apology could probably change the trend. And, you know, they just have to acknowledge they made a mistake. It was our mistake. We, we thought we were doing something, you know, good. And we, we made a mistake. We, we misread our audience. Uh, you know, our, our customer base. And, uh, you know, we'd like to walk it back and rebuild the trust. But to this, I mean, this is months. They've lost, I think, $20 billion. And I, and I think it's accelerating now that nobody will ever buy Bud Light again. Wow. I, I think it's well, hey, hey, Paul, thank you, and Monroe. Neil, quickly, please, I'll give you the final say. Before, I'm going to have to take a break, but then when we come back, I'm going to go to Wendy on Long Island. But, Neil, you have the final say right now. Go right ahead, please. 
you know, to Paul's point, I think the only apology Bud Light could make or any of these companies is to tell customers, hey, we were wrong for pretending that men could actually be women, that, that human beings are not deities that can shapeshift their, their you know, God-given genome. And, you know, if they actually did that, people would start drinking that crap again. Mm. Okay, well, Neil in Brooklyn, thank you for your call as well. Dominic Carter in for James Golden, folks, on this Saturday morning, 829 a.m. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are going to take a break when we come back. Wendy on Long Island as it relates to Bud Light. Plus, we'll go to New Jersey, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. We will be right back. This is the Saturday Morning Radio Extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And Dominic Carter in for James Golden on this Saturday morning. Folks, coming up later, coming up later in the show, your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Johnny Mathis Saturday, July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury. And earlier, we were discussing Ben & Jerry's. Their parent company, again, has lost $2 billion, $2 billion in market cap. Why? Because you want to preach to Americans how they should feel and what Americans should do. Over their July 4th tweet condemning the United States of America for existing on stolen indigenous land. Huh? Why on July 4th, why do you find the need to say something like that when all it's going to do is divide people? And that's your opinion. I'm coming right back to Bud Light. We see all of your telephone calls. But they went further. They went further. The faces on Mount Rushmore. I'm quoting are the faces of men who actively work to destroy indigenous cultures and ways of life to deny indigenous people their basic rights. Thank you very much, Ben and Jerry's. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for enlightening us to your silly perspective. Thank you very, very much. But back to Bud Light. Back to Bud Light. And in just a few minutes, we are going to discuss the CVS employee who fatally stabbed a shoplifter claiming self-defense, stating, Look what he did to my face. The suspect, by the way, 16 prior arrests, mostly for petty larceny. And had been out free to continue his shoplifting free when he was killed. So in other words, if you had him at Rikers, he'd be alive today. But oh no. The social workers called prosecutors. The social workers called prosecutors. They know it's what's best for they, You know what? They, they should team up with Ben and Jerry's since they know what's best for everybody else. 
And at least, at least the people at Ben and Jerry, at least they're not elected to enforce the laws, like the district attorneys. That you, district uh, district attorney, you might as well go to the Columbia University School of uh, Social Work and uh, and master in, in in that. I mentioned Wendy Long Island. Good morning, Wendy. On this Saturday morning, you're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey there. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so I'll just get right to the point. I don't drink Bud Light, but they earn, they basically earned it. What were they thinking? Their base is heterosexual men. Who, who would they? Why would they think that they'd be attracted to women dressed up to men dressed up as women? Wendy, I couldn't have said it better. I'm still. That's why I'm discussing it this morning, because the 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 company is still on a free fall, right? And I, I don't understand, right? So, so like, for, for, for lack of a better term, Wendy, if, 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 um, okay, so normally what has been done in the past for beer companies, right? Uh, I don't mean to sound sexist, but they, in, in years past, they would have commercials with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, right? No man in America complained about that. And so what does Bud Light do? We'll we'll give you we'll give you the females, but the female in this case is really a male and the female in this case Dylan Mulvaney is a female with a penis. But tells you that she's a woman, but still has a penis. And I'm still trying to understand this early on this Saturday morning. So when I mention to you folks, you bring the coffee, I'll bring the conversation. I need some of that coffee right now to figure this out, to figure this out. Shaheem, New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? How you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Um, real quick, um, with the Bud Light, I don't think it's that big of an issue to me because I look at it like this. You can, And, and I'm African-American male. You can have a Klansman selling, doing a Popeye's commercial. And I wouldn't care. I'm like, wow, that, that, that's not politically correct. But I'm sure going to get me a three-piece and a biscuit. If, if the beer was, you know, that's not going to change my opinion of if, if I'm enjoying something about someone else's preference. And and, and about that young man, uh, and, and, and I'm a social worker, too, by the, uh, by the way. I, I appreciate that. Okay, well, no, thank, thank you. Thank you for being a social worker. Social workers are very, very important. But go ahead. Here it is. Uh, your sex is biological. Your gender is psychological. I can, so you can say whatever you want. You can say you're a cat dog or whatever, trans, whatever you can do. You can call yourself anything. But if you die, they dig your bones up a thousand years from now. They can tell that you were a male. The, Agreed. Your, your Agreed. DNA, it's, it's in your DNA. So there's only two sexes, male and female. And, I, and you can do whatever you want, man. It's not going to really, I, I don't pay that much. That much, you know, I get Bud Light. Uh, I get them like, oh, they tried, they tried something, it didn't work. Okay, next. They ain't got to apologize to nobody. You know, it's advertising. They're trying no, to. Uh, hey, Shaheem, I, I respect what you just said, but the part that I don't think you're zeroing in on is that they have offended, offended the culture of the American people with Dylan Mulvaney. I hear you. You said you said even if it's a Klansman and Popeyes, you're still going to get your chicken and your biscuit. I hear you, 
But some people don't see it that way. Some people are like, if you offend me to this degree, we are going to pull our business. Thank you for the call. And thank you, Shaheem, for being a social worker. Greatly, greatly appreciated. So I always like folks to get both sides of the story. Both sides of the story. And Francine in Brooklyn is a person that identifies as as transgender and uh, you know Francine I I don't want to I I don't I don't feel comfortable using this term I was going to say that you've gone all the way in terms of why don't you Francine use the language before you comment in terms of describing yourself as a transgender person I'm I am a trans transsexual post-op transsexual but I just want to comment on. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. When you say post-op, you, you got to tell us what that means because I have no idea what that means. Means I've actually went through the surgery. Okay, so you it means what? So, but now, okay, wait. I, I'm going to let you comment, Francine. But we got to follow you. So now, Dylan Mulvaney, you said the term you used was a post. What did you say? A post-op? What did you say? Post-op means you've actually went through the surgery. Post-op. Now, Dylan Mulvaney is not post-op, correct? Considered a pre-op. So pre-op means you still have a penis. Exactly. Okay, and post-op means you've gone all the way. Exactly. So from now on, when callers call up, right, if I say pre, you said pre-op? Pre-op, Pre-op means you still have your biological part. Post-op means you've completed the surgery. Right, exactly. Okay, so now please go ahead, Francine. Well, I, um, I, I, first of all, I don't think Bud Light, Budweiser, Bud Light should have hired her if they, if they knew this was going to happen. You know, I mean, uh, and, and her presentation was off. You know, why would she, why did she have to go there with the uh, three, three balls and a, a whatever you call it? You know, uh, her presentation was off, and, you know, she didn't have to say that, well, I have, I don't have the same thing uh, so-and-so has. You know, I think that may have caused the whole big mess. But, you know, I don't think Bud, Bud Light should have hired her if this was going to happen. And now she's afraid to leave her house. I mean, a trans person has the right to live and work and, 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 and be employed, and I, that's how I feel about it. Okay, but now help me out with Dylan Mulvaney because it, I, you don't know her, I don't know her, but something seems off, Francine. It seems like she's a drama queen, to be honest with you. With that, you know, uh, uh, I think her presentation she went she she went too far in, in in describing her 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 presentation as far as the advertising campaign went, and um, I think Bud Light is also at at, at fault because. Uh, if they knew this was going to happen, men are not going to be, you know, probably agreeing to uh, having a trans woman with uh, who hasn't gone to the surgery. Have, well, period. A transgender person on a blood light is not going to fly. Okay, so Francine, you said pre-op and you said post-op. What was it again? Post-op is is, is someone I, who I who I've actually gone to the surgery. Someone who's actually had the surgery. Right. Okay. So someone like yourself, post-op transgender who's you know going all the way do you see dylan mulvaney as a phony considering that she has not i wouldn't say she's a phony you know this is her brand you know she maybe she doesn't want to have the surgery but she has the right to um okay but francine wait see now 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 wait 
I need you to help me here. So you just said, you, Francine, you give me a perspective that I don't have, right? You just said that maybe she doesn't want to have the operation, right? But then if you don't want to have the operation, then I, how do you want to be a woman? I'm, I'm confused, Francine. Let me tell you something. I know about, I know so many trans people who don't want to go there, but they want to live as a woman and that's their right. Okay. I mean, so Dylan Mulvaney wants to be as feminine as feminine can be, but she still wants to have a penis and that's okay. That was a problem. She should not have went there with her. Oh, I don't have the same uh, equipment that, you know, a woman has. Why, why did she go, why would she have to go there and do that? You know, that was probably the big problem. That was the thing that just blew up. Because I heard, I heard her on the, uh, I heard her, her presentation, and her presentation was off. Mm-hmm. So, but I, just so that I'm clear before I take a break, because I see Dylan Mulvaney, based on the social media, I see her as a complete drama queen, borderline mental illness. Now, are you going to defend her, or am I accurate? Or you just uh, don't know? Well, I just don't know because I really don't know more about it. But I just feel that she's out in the dark. And I feel that um, she's saying she's afraid to leave her house. They hired her. Um, they, they, you know, something needs to be done to protect her. That's how I feel about it. Okay, but Francine, if, if, a company, if a company loses $2 billion and is still losing money, they're supposed to be concerned about her? Don't you think the company has to be concerned about the company? Well, I, yes, I agree with that. I certainly agree with that. But... Um, what happens to her now if she gets uh, murdered or something? Right. That would be very sad and very tragic. Francine, as always, thank you for for uh, providing a um, an understanding that and a perspective that, that I can't provide. Thank you for the call, Francine, because I simply don't have the facts. We see all of your telephone calls, folks. I am trying to switch gears to get to the CVS employee who fatally stabbed a shoplifter, right? I'm trying to get to that. So we have the ex-Marine Daniel Penny that was arrested. He should not, the district attorney should drop the charges. We have Jordan Williams, the 20-year-old man on the subway, the African-American. His manslaughter charges were dropped by a grand jury after he was charged with stabbing an ex-con to death during a melee on a Brooklyn J train on June 12th. Now we have the CVS employee who fatally stabbed a shoplifter after the man reportedly punched the security officer in the face, and the security officer says, look at what he did to my face. But in the meantime, when we come back, Dominic Carter in for James Golden. Good morning on this Saturday, 8.45 a.m. When we come back here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, we will continue with your calls from Pennsylvania to Brooklyn, New Jersey, Staten Island, and Hoboken. The Saturday Morning Radio Extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC. 8.48 a.m. on this Saturday morning. James has the day off. James Golden, Dominic Carter here with you. Here for another hour and 10 minutes until Larry Cutlow, the great Larry Cutlow, starts on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Up until the top of the hour, I have extended this segment, given the interest, all the calls that are coming in, up to the top of the hour, almost to 9 a.m., we'll continue to discuss Bud Light. But at that point, at that point after news headlines, we will switch to the uh, CVS employee who is charged with stabbing a shoplifter to death. And, folks, it's really sad because your life goes on, my life goes on. This man is now charged with murder, who is trying to do his job. And why? Why? Because the politicians, we're, we're, we're one big social experiment. The business people are losing tons of money. We're one big social experiment. Oh, Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you again in for James Golden. Joe in Hoboken. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Hey, how are you, Dominic? Good, good. I hope you're well. Go right ahead, please. I think people are overreacting to this obnoxious picture on the beer. The beer is the same. They didn't change it. And number two, I don't spend a lot of time looking at empty beer cans. I put them in the garbage. So, yeah, it's offensive, obnoxious. I don't agree with it. But I think people are getting bent out of shape for no reason. Okay, so you say for no reason. So, Joe, hold on, right? Stay with me live, and I'm going to bring into the conversation uh, let's see here. I'm going to bring into the uh, conversation Neil on Staten Island. Joe, stay with me. Neil, you just heard what Joe had to say. What do you think? I think he's right. I don't think they should be apologizing. Nobody apologizes. And I'll, I'll give you the perfect example. Black Lives Matter, McDonald's, Burger King, Microsoft, millions and millions of dollars they donated to them. Major League Baseball, put it on their uniforms. Okay, but wait, Neil, I'm going to let you finish. You and, you and I disagree on this. Black Lives Matter should apologize. And then yeah, they should they be are. criminally prosecuted. And then they should be criminally prosecuted for the scam that they have pulled on Americans. It's disgusting. And it's even more insulting with what Black Lives Matter did to their own community. But continue, Neil. Yeah, but I'm not saying Black, black Lives Matter is not going to apologize. But the companies that donated the millions of dollars to them not one of them is apologized. Have you heard McDonald's apologize? Have you heard Microsoft apologize? Have you heard Major League Baseball apologize? I remember Sid Rosenberg said he'll never watch another baseball game when that happened, but yet he's still watching baseball. I'm the only one that hasn't watched a baseball game since it happened. But listen, these companies won't apologize, and Bud Light is not going to apologize. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, that's the way I look at it, Dom. Okay, well, fair enough. Thank you for the call, Neil, Staten Island. Joe, before I move on to the next caller, you have the uh, final word, Joe and Hoboken. Go ahead, Joe. I, I have nothing to add. I just find it distasteful, but I don't look. It's like if you don't like a radio show, you turn off the dial. Right, right, right. That's a good point. That's a good point. Joe, thank you for the call. Dominic Carter in on this Saturday morning for James Golden. We are live. We are local. We are on it. Sandra, New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, I was thinking it's not Mulvaney's fault. It was that young executive, you know, she was in college not too long before that job, and they gave her so much leeway, and, and it's, it's the company's mistake. You know, she had a lot of authority, 
and she gave uh, Mulvaney that opportunity. You can't blame Mulvaney. Any wise person would want an opportunity okay. to be on a can. Fair, fair, my... fair, fair enough, Sandra. But what was was Mulvaney too flamboyant? I mean, in, in how she handled this as, you know, if you're going to pitch a product, you have to be very aware of, of yourself. Was she too flamboyant? Mulvaney was being Mulvaney. My point is they should have known who they are putting on the can. And and so it's not, I'm not going to tell Mulvaney to change it. That's who she is, and that's her style. That's her style. And I still say it's the fault of the executive who gave the opportunity to Mulvaney. That person should have looked deeper into it before giving her that job to be on the can. That's Okay, so, so Sandra, so work with me for a second. If you were that executive, would you have hired Dylan Mulvaney? No. And why not? Because I like I like what we stood for, and then all of a sudden <laughs> to change it. I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you a thousand percent, Sandra in New Jersey. Thank you for the call. Sandra hit it on the head. To Pennsylvania and Rich. Good morning, Rich. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks, Dominic. Okay, so I'd like to address the psychology behind all of this. First of all, uh, how old is Anheuser-Busch as a company? Isn't it like 100 years old, something like that? Mm-hmm. And, and Rich? Years. So say that again, Rich? The trust. Anheuser Busch. They've been working on. Hey, hey Rich. Uh, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with your phone, uh, or maybe you could stand in the area. Uh, okay, go ahead. Do, go ahead. Do I have ahead. you now? Yes. Go, ahead. Have, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. All right. I'll make this quick. A um, hundred-year-old company who has developed a reputation, a solid reputation, all over all that time, ruined it in one minute, and it, it really belongs to um, marketing psychology. You have marketing and advertising, and you have teams on in these departments that have art directors, and they have to deal with the budget. They have to deal with uh, other executives that make these decisions. They develop a product. The executive that they put on this product was too young and too inexperienced to understand the psychology behind their market, okay? And, hey, uh, wait, wait, Rich, Rich, let me, let, me, let me play devil's advocate here, right? So when you hire these marketing executives slash geniuses, you're hiring them to do something different, cutting edge, to make the product appeal. Isn't that what they were trying to do? management's fault whoever that art director was and whoever signed off on this made a huge mistake and i think it has a lot to do with the entire atmosphere of our pop culture today there's a knee-jerk response to get to the hottest topics and advertise that way okay because there's a super imposition of trust here you put a maggot in every beer can of every american that has been loyal to this product their entire lives and this loyalty superimposes onto the loyalty of other things, like a sports team. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you're, you're relying on your sports team because the cohesion behind something like a sports team, it brings families together. It brings bar rooms together. It is a huge, um, it's a huge communicating okay. connection okay. So, device. So, Rich, so, Rich, so you say that Bud uh, betrayed their market. I want you to hold on. Stay with me live. And I'm going to go from Pennsylvania. Stay with me, Rich. 
to Victor in New Jersey. Now, Victor, it says here on my screen you have no problem with uh, Dylan Mulvaney doing the Bud ad. Is that accurate? I have absolutely. The bottom line is, do you like the product? Do you like the Budweiser beers, uh, you know, regular or light or whatever? I mean, we live in a free society. If the uh, manufacturer wants to have a gay person, trans, whatever, you know, nowadays that is so insignificant. I don't care if they what, what if they had, let's say, Bulls or the Clown doing it? Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Victor, Victor, you say it's so insignificant. So then why has, why has Bud Light lost billions of dollars? Well, that's because you have a lot of sensitive, hypersensitive people out there who somehow have declared war on people, on people who dress up as women. I mean, it, 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 you know, they really ought to get a life. This folks ought to get a life. Okay, so wait, you say that you say they ought to get a life. Hold on, Victor. Rich in Pennsylvania, you just heard what Victor had to say. People ought to get a life. What do you think? Well, first of all, Victor sounds like a nice guy, but people did have a life. The the, the people the, the the this is part of Clinton's bubble up. Okay, when you give money to the lower classes, 150 million Americans, and get them to spend their money, it produces a, hell, a heck of a lot more revenue than the top classes, the 1% that spend uh, more money, but there's less of them. There are millions and millions of Americans out there that feel betrayed. And Victor's right. He's right. It tastes the same, and it probably pours into a glass nice and bubbly and fuzzy the same, but the psychology behind it has been blown up. And okay. there's plenty of there's plenty of beer products out there that they can switch to very quickly, real quickly. Okay. No, no, no I, I have to I have to step in, Rich. I'm sorry, Victor. You have the final ten seconds of this segment. Go ahead. Okay, this is America. We are a democracy. We ought to tolerate each other. If you don't like something, fine, but you shouldn't go berserk over it. Okay, That's thank you, thank you, Victor. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. When we come back, folks, we do all the calls. We see all the lines lit up. But we're going to have to let you go because we're switching gears uh, to talk about something else. The CVS employee who fatally knifed the shoplifter. Plus, I am a strong supporter of law enforcement. It is disgusting what public advocate Jamani Williams wants to do. He wants to increase the paper trail on the NYPD. Saturday morning, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be right back. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And good morning, 9.02 a.m. James Golden has the day off. Dominic Carter filling in for James. We are switching gears now for this next segment until the bottom of the hour. What is going on in terms of the shoplifting and the crimes, and New Yorkers can't take it anymore. New Yorkers can't take it anymore. People are taking action to fight back. But then the problem becomes they don't go after the criminals. When you fight back, they throw everything they got at you. And remember, 
They have scores and scores. They defined as the district attorneys. They have scores and scores and scores and scores of resources. You've got to hire your own lawyer. In Daniel Penny's case, the Marine, the good news is a basically it's it's like a GoFundMe page pulled in $3 million for him. But imagine the situation of the Marine stepping up to deal with someone that was harassing passengers, that was doing despicable things, and you step up. You step up, and now your freedom is on the line. You step up, and now you're called a racist. And you were defending, in part, people of color. But they call you a racist. A United States Marine who's trained to protect American lives and did what he was trained to do. So we have Daniel Penny. Then we have Jordan Williams, the 20-year-old African-American. At least in his case, the system worked out the way it should have. Now, I'm looking at my screen And Madeline in New Rochelle says we can't have vigilantes. We need law and order. Agreed. Agreed. And I'm going to let Madeline make her case in just a moment. But, but, in Mr. Williams' case, he's on the subway with his girlfriend. This ex-con, according to witnesses, hits the girlfriend, hits him, and asks his girlfriend, if she wants to have sex, and he didn't say the word sex. He used the vulgar term. Right in front of her boyfriend. Right in front of her boyfriend, he used the vulgar term to ask her if she wanted to have sex. A woman he had never met before. They get into it. He stabs him. In Brooklyn, they did the right thing. The grand jury said no indictment, which is what they should have said, which is what they should have said. But now the Marine, now remember what I just said, the young man in, in, in Brooklyn, 20 year old African-American, but the Marine, and we've got to have one system that's fair to everybody. The Marine happens to be a clean cut white guy, clean cut white guy, United States Marine, he stands up for people in the subway car. And listen, the homeless, mentally ill man, and at one time he might have been a great Michael Jackson lookalike. He might have, you know, moonwalked backwards. But the fact of the matter is that day on that train, he was terrorizing those people taking off his jacket, throwing it to the floor, I am ready to die. I am ready to go to Rikers. He's quoted as saying. So now you have those two incidents. So now Daniel Penny, right? Many of us are patting the Marine on the back. We're not looking at 15 years in prison. He is. Many people say it's great. You raised $3 million for his legal defense fund. It's wonderful. What happens if he's convicted on a charge? He's the one that's looking at prison for standing up for others. When if he had just 
ignored what was going on and kept the music in his ear and act like he didn't see anything, then we would never know the name Daniel Penny. Now you have the situation of the CVS employee, right? Now, apparently there was bad blood between these two where the shoplifter had uh, come to the store before and apparently the shoplifter who had 16 prior arrests, mostly for petty larceny, had been out to free, had been out free, that is, to continue his shoplifting free spree, that is, when he was killed, right? So, according to the police accounts, the shoplifter punched the security officer in the face numerous times, and then the security guard stabbed the shoplifter eight times, piercing his heart and liver, according to the criminal complaint. The worker had only been working the midnight shift at CVS less than a year, and he reportedly told the police, quote, I did not stab him over CVS products. I stabbed him over punching me. Look at what he did to my face. Apparently, there had been four or five of the contacts between the security officer and uh, this guy. And according to the security officer's lawyer, on multiple prior occasions, this guy said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. So, based on everything that we know, the security officer should not be charged. Based on everything we know, ex-Marine Daniel Penny should not be charged. I don't blame the police for this. I blame the prosecutors. This is the climate that you have set. Let's return to the telephone calls. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. Let's begin with uh, Madeline. I mentioned Madeline and New Rochelle. Good morning, Madeline. What's on your mind on this Saturday morning? Good morning, Dominic. I couldn't agree with you more. However... You blame the district attorneys. I blame the dummies who voted for them, putting us in a terrible situation. And I'm a law enforcement person. I worked in ATF and U.S. Attorney's Office for 40 years. So, I mean, I think I know what I'm talking about. And it's, it's a sad commentary that people are forced to take the law into their own hands, and they're not equipped to do it properly. Right. And and it it, it 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 it's a bad situation. It's just not it's not it's I, I don't want to sound naive. I'm about to say it's not fair. But if you're the so if you're the security officer, CVS, and if the accounts are accurate, Madeline, you're supposed to let this man continually punch you in your face and, and you don't do anything? I mean I have a that, short few you have a short fuse, and, and it's not human nature to just stand there and let somebody 
do that to, to you, to, to anyone. Very sad commentary on how everybody reacts differently. Right. Matt, and it, it, it's, like you say, it's not fair. Well, Madeline, I, I thank you uh, for your call. You have a uh, wonderful morning. John in North Carolina. Good morning, John. On this Saturday morning, what's on your mind? Alexis, stop. Hi. Uh, our world is no different. That's the way it was when I was a child. I was sent hey, to hey, wait, John. I wait, wait, born. John. John, I'm going to let you make your comment. You, you said, were you talking to your Alexis or were you talking to a child? Or what? Or... To stop so I could hear you. Oh, okay. So you, you were talking to the Alexa device to stop. Okay, go ahead, yes, John. Yes, to make it stop. Okay, okay. go ahead. Go uh, ahead, John. This world is no different from when I was a child. They sent me to Camp Hope. I got in an altercation with the guy that made us box, and I'm blind, and the guy was sighted, and they made us fight. He was tearing me up. I got my gloves off, and I, they made us wrestle in school. I got him down. I fractured his head. I um, broke his nose, and I was penalized and, you know, taken for, for defending myself. So I'll say, you know, this is the same. The people in charge are inherently stupid. Uh, they don't understand anything. Why would you make a blind child fight somebody in boxing? And right. then I defended myself, and then I was a monster. Right. I, I hear you, John. I, I thank you for the call. I, I, I mean, I don't know how it necessarily pertains to what I'm talking about, but but I hear you. And what I do found, find interesting, John, um, you, with your Alexa, you told it to stop and it stopped right away. Thank you for the call, John. When I tell Alexa to stop, it takes me three and four times. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just doing something wrong. Let's go to Teddy and Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy, on this Saturday morning. Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, you're articulate as usual. You're right on the money, and I love you because you give people an opportunity to speak their mind, whether they agree with you or whether they disagree with you. That's why I give you an A-plus as being a radio host. Wow. Thank you. Now go ahead with the disagree. You set me up lovely. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Dominic, I agree with you dealing with the CVS security guard. And Daniel and uh, Mr. Penny, and what I believe is going to happen is like what happened when Brig came. Re- he he then went back dealing with the Dominican grocery clerk, who who shot or ki- right. I think Jose stabbed- Alba, Alba, and he stabbed the guy, and I think, and then it was dismissed. It was dismissed, and Dominic, this is what's going to happen now. Even though Penny was indicted, he's going to be found, found not guilty of any charges, and I believe the same thing will happen with the security guard, because people have common sense. I disagree with you on other things, Dominic, okay. dealing with politics and the right wing and Trump and some of his antics, but I'm a moderate with common sense like Ed Koch, may he rest in peace. And that's the way I feel, and I want to express that. And I give you high compliments. So, Dominic. Teddy, let me let me ask you this question, and it's a sensitive one, right? It's 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 the um, it's the elephant in the room. The cases that I cited, that you cited, uh, where charges have been dropped, uh, they're African American, they're minorities, but the white guy his case is going forward, right? Is this racial? I wish I can give you an ex- uh, 
know it 100%. I would hope not, but Dominic, it's, we have to deal with it now, but when it does go forth, I trust his uh, lawyer, who's a very bright guy, and I feel that the jury will find him not guilty of all charges, and he will not serve a single day in prison. Well, that's what should happen. Teddy, do me a favor. Stay with me live. Stay with me, okay? I'm going to bring in Mike in Patterson, New Jersey. Good morning, Mike. What's your position on the CVS security guard that's been charged with uh, with uh, murder? Um, I believe they should throw the book at him for second-degree murder and have uh, at least 15 to 20 years. That's that the other guy was unarmed. He should have just been fighting him with his fist. It's like, like saying if he had a gun, and you, instead of just shooting somebody in the knee and disabling them from punching you, you're just going to shoot him between the eyes and not just one time, eight times. That's overkill. Okay, Mike, no can... Mike, I hear you, I, and I wanna, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you and Teddy talk to each other in a second. But so, I mean, we, we do understand this is not Hollywood, right, What where – Oh, he punched me several times in the face, so now I'm going to punch him several times in the face, right? Is that what you're telling me? Mike? Man to man, you don't pull a weapon. Okay, so now, hold on, Mike. Teddy, you, you heard what Mike just had to say. What do you think? Hey, hey, Mike, let's deal with the real world, Mike, okay? If, someone, if you came at me and started to rob something from me, and then you started hitting me, I'm going to defend myself, and if I take out, and if I had a knife on me, and I take out a knife, I'm going to stab you right in the heart. You hear me, Mike? Because you were the aggressor. You attacked me. You tried to rob me, okay? And you started hitting on me. So I'm going to defend myself, and any common sense jury is going to agree with me. You hear me, Mike? Let's... Forget the cats and dogs. Hey, Mike, I taught for 38 years in New York City High School. Okay, we're dealing with a lot of miscreants. These kids don't give a damn about what's going on in the classroom, okay? So, Mike, I could imagine how you were in the classroom. You hear me, Mike? And that's the way I feel. And if you attack me physically, I'm going to defend myself to the fullest capability that I have. And if that means I take out a knife and I stab you in the heart, I'm going to do it. Okay, Mike. Mike? He wasn't robbing the, the security guard, and he should have just let him go on his way. But the guy told him stop, and they're not supposed to really do that now. And uh, he punched him in the face. And sure, he, he threatened him in the past, but that was only words. So the only way I see that this man can win the case He'd have to go uh, for insanity charge. I can't see. You don't have no right to go in and stab somebody eight times. There's no way that he, I've known the court system. There's no way he could possibly win the case other than an insanity plea. I live in Patterson. I see fighting on the street all the time. Nobody pulls a weapon. They go just mano mano, and you have no right to take anybody's life. Teddy, thank you, Mike. Teddy, you have the final word. I disagree with him, Dominic. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I, I disagree with him. Fair Dom. enough, Teddy. Thank you for the call in Yonkers. Mike, thank you for the call in Patterson. Mark in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. Love your show. Thank you. I, thank I just you. want to make a point. You know, uh, Mike's out of his mind. 
all right, because this security guard had been going through this over time. New York is a mess. Nobody can deny that. Uh, uh, Braggs is an idiot. Letitia James, they need to get their, 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 they need to get everything together because normal citizens are being attacked on a daily basis. And if you defend yourself, you're going to go to prison. It's ridiculous. Agreed. 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 See how he's going to respond. And the same thing with Penny. Uh, I'm a former Marine myself. There was no malicious intent. Uh, I don't know Penny personally, but just speaking on the values that they teach you in the Marine Corps, you have self-restraint. He was just trying to protect the people on the subway. And now they're going to crucify this kid. But then you have another case where, and I'm not making it race, but you have uh, black on black. He stabs a guy on the subway for messing with his girlfriend, and he gets a, he gets a free pass. It's wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong. It, 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 it's, it's very wrong. Now, district attorneys can hide behind the grand jury. The district attorneys can say, well, well, the grand jury decided it's the will of the people. But, Mark, it, you're correct. It, it's wrong. None of us want to make this about race. But the white guy in Manhattan, the, the clean-cut white guy, is looking at major charges. He's looking at 15 years in prison and a similar situation where it's an African-American defending his girlfriend, stabs the guy, the grand jury says no indictment. Mark, thank you for the telephone call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. In for James Golden. I'll be here for another 40 minutes. Larry Cutlow coming up at 10 a.m. Also coming up later in the show in about 15 minutes. Your chance to win a pair of tickets. Somebody's going to win to see Johnny Mathis Saturday, July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury. I'm going to give you a hint. We're going to do the ticket giveaway at 940, 940. In the meantime, we are going to take a break on this Saturday morning, this early Saturday morning, 921 a.m. When we come back, we will go to Brooklyn, Middletown, New Jersey, and White Plains. I will be right back. The Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And we are back. The ticket giveaway for the Johnny Mathis concert coming up July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury coming up at 940 a.m. We'll see if you're the lucky caller. In the meantime, we are continuing with your telephone calls. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. We are discussing right now the CBS security guard charged with murder after fatally stabbing a shoplifter. The security guard stating, look what he did to my face. The shoplifter had 16 prior arrests, mostly for petty larceny, and had been out free to continue his shoplifting spree when he was killed. Steve, Middletown, New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Wonderful. My contribution to this 
uh, topic in this discussion is that I think the Achilles heel of these prosecutors is something called prosecutorial misconduct. It's an ethical violation in which a prosecutor brings charges against somebody and has no good faith belief that they have actually violated the law. So we have a system in this country based on something called stare decisis, which is prior common law and prior enacted statutes, which prosecutors are duty bound to enforce when someone violates the law or one of the things we've considered to be the law, that's called a violation of the rule of law. And what these prosecutors are doing is deliberately turning all that on its ear to create new stare decisis so they can uh, just change the um, trajectory of the kind of people that get prosecuted. So what you've got now are the criminals who aren't being prosecuted and the tax-paying citizens who are being prosecuted for defending themselves against the, uh, the prosecutor's uh, voter base. I mean, these people are elected in New York, and so they're pandering to the people that are committing the crimes by deliberately uh, turning the rule of law on its ear. And that is prosecutorial misconduct, which needs to be prosecuted through the ethics uh, part of the um, bar. And right. so I, that's where they're vulnerable. I, I hear you, Steve. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And Governor Hoku is not going to uh, intervene. It's I hear you, but it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's going to, to be honest with you, uh, and certainly in Manhattan, Mr. Bragg is the first African-American district attorney. No governor, unless it's a Republican governor, is going to go near this guy because it would be career suicide with the voter base of uh, African-Americans to do anything to uh, Alvin Bragg. Not going to happen. Just not going to happen. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Russell in White Plains. Good morning, Russell, on this Saturday morning. Hi, Dominic. You know, I just wonder why didn't Jose Alba face a grand jury? Bragg could have let the, the citizens decide that if he stabbed someone five times, if that was enough. And that was the difference in Brooklyn. The young man was being choked himself. And he stabbed his assailant one time. The assailant also had a Confederate there. There were two of them. That's totally different from Daniel Penny. Remember the argument, the smoking gun might be a mushroom cloud? That's Daniel Penny's argument, isn't it? When I, I'm a little lost there, Russell. You were talking fast and loud. Um, so wait, you, you, so you, I, the Penny situation, the Marine, you're, you're not a fan of, of the Marine, correct? by his own lawyer, okay? Uh, I'm sorry the occasion occurred. Okay, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. How is he being shafted by his own lawyer? Uh, first of all, if he was a smart person, he'd get a black female lawyer, but he can't get one. So he gets the guy who represented Mullins, of the, of the sergeant's benevolent. This is a cop lawyer. So he's not doing a smart thing, Daniel Penny. He's going to be found guilty. Okay, but wait, wait. When you say he's not doing a smart thing, so what should he be doing? He should be finding a lawyer, and I, I believe the lawyer he has is actually doing this. He's going to negotiate a plea agreement, and everyone's going to say, gee, wonder why. But it's the smart thing to do. No, he, no, he, no, no, no. It sounds like, Russell, like you want him to plead guilty. That's why I'm asking you these questions. There's no way in the world, there's no way in the world this Marine is going to plea bargain. None. You want him to plea bargain. 
The grand jury, his Penny's grand jury saw the video. They decided to indict him. The Brooklyn guys... Russell, grand jury, Russell, Russell, Russell. Come on, Russell. You know, you're a very smart guy. You know whatever the will of the district attorney is the way that the grand jury goes. You know that. That you agree with the grand jury if it agrees with you, but if it doesn't, then you decide that you shouldn't listen to him. I think that's a, you know kind of a double standard. No, what I'm saying to you is whatever the district attorney wants, no matter what jurisdiction, nine times out of ten, when it comes to a grand jury, that's what he or she is going to get. Nine times out of ten. If they don't want an indictment, it's not going to happen. If they want one, it's going to happen. You know that, Russell. So in the Brooklyn case, the Brooklyn DA didn't want that young man indicted. He just let the grand jury do his dirty work. In That's, my opinion, yes. yes. Why didn't Bragg just let the grand jury do the dirty work with Jose Alba? Now, Jose I, just Alba told, I just told you, because the district attorney wants the indictment. Are you not listening to me, Russell? So the Brooklyn district attorney didn't want the for indictment. Whatever, for whatever reason... Eric Gonzalez did not want the indictment. Thus, there was no indictment in Brooklyn. For whatever reason in Manhattan, I don't know if it's for his base, his Harlem base, whatever reason in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg wanted the indictment in Manhattan. Guess what? He got the indictment. It's very easy to understand, Russell. Get it with Jose Alba, and that's what I don't understand. Why didn't he let the grand jury take the heat? There's no statute of limitations on homicide. I think they're going to go get Jose Alba and indict him one day when oh, this all Oh, come on, down. Russell. Are you serious? Are you still on this whole Jose Alba thing? Are you ever going to let... You want that man to go to jail. Are you ever going to let it go? I want him to answer for the crime he committed. He didn't commit other- a crime, Russell. I wish I could say what he really did. He didn't commit a crime. Russell, thank you for the call. Sometimes your liberal policies, Russell, I love you, but sometimes your liberal policies are like off the off the chain, off the chart. And I, I love you, guy, but sometimes you're, the way you look at things from your far, far left, Jose Alba, you, oh, I'm late for a break. You know what? I'm going to do a Musa or whatever you call it, and then I'm going to summarize why... <laughs> Jose Alba should not have been charged when we come back. And I'm going to switch gears, and that's going to get me even uh, uh, a little hot under the collar again because it's not fair what public advocate Jamani Williams wants to do with the NYPD. If their job is not already hard enough, if they don't have suspects telling them in their face, you can't do anything to me, the prosecutors are on my side. If they don't already have people blowing marijuana and God knows whatever else mixed with what, now people like Jamani Williams and others, the city council of New York, they want to increase the paper trail for the NYPD if their jobs are not already hard enough. We will discuss that. I will tell you when we come back, why Jose Alba should not have been charged. And when we come back at 940, we're going to do the actual ticket giveaway for a pair of tickets to see Johnny Mathis. That is all coming up. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. We will be right back. The Saturday morning radio extravaganza is in your ears. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC.
and Dominique Carter in for James Golden this morning. We are taking your telephone calls up to the top of the hour when Larry Cutlow, the great Larry Cutlow, will come on with his uh, wonderful business advice and assessment of the world of uh, politics. We're going to go to the telephone calls from Brooklyn, to Staten Island, New Jersey, and Texas. Coming up in about five minutes, the ticket giveaway for uh, Johnny Mathis. And I mentioned uh, Russell in White Plains. Great guy, great guy. But, oh, my God, some of the politics, the far, far left politics. And I haven't, you know, I just remembered something. Jill Scott, what she did at the Essence Music Festival, which was disgusting, doing her own rendition of the Star Spangled Banner based on racism. I'm going to let you hear that in a second, because I promised you folks that I would have a follow-up discussion on it, and I just remembered right now. But to Russell, right, Jose Alba. So you have this lady come in the store, and she's going to call the shots. She's going to tell Mr. Alba what she's going to do. Her welfare benefits card is declined for the bag of chips for her daughter. She says she's going to get her boyfriend to take care of Mr. Alba. Mr. Alba is sitting there as a sitting duck not knowing what's going to happen to him, the boyfriend and ex-con comes behind the counter, right, and attacks Mr. Albert. Mr. Albert is in the corner, and he's saying, I don't want any problems. And what does this thug do? He continues to attack him. Mr. Albert tries to get around him to leave, abandoning his post to get away from trouble. But the guy blocks him. Finally, in frustration, he stabs the guy after the guy kept hitting him. And, Russell, you don't understand that that's self-defense? You don't see where that's self-defense? I mean, if that's not self-defense, what is? And now we have the situation with the CVS guard stabbed with, charged with murder for stabbing the shoplifter after the shoplifter reportedly punched him in the face numerous times. Okay, Jill Scott, I see all of your calls. We're going to go right back to them. Jill Scott, this disgusting rendition of the national anthem at the Essence Music Festival. Listen to this, folks. Oh, say, can you see? And that's going to help the community. In just a minute, I'm going to do the uh, Johnny Mathis uh, ticket giveaway. But um, 
And I had to cut it down because I didn't want to waste three minutes of airtime with Jill Scott uh, doing this. But this is how she ended the national anthem. This is not the land of the free, but the home of the slave. You hear the la- the uh, crowd clapping the 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 home of the slave. Oh, I I wanted to have more time to have a full discussion of that, and uh, we've only got twenty minutes left. Larry Cutlow standing by, ready to do his show. We see the calls. We're gonna get to them. Scott Staten Island says the security guard went too far. Stu in Brooklyn says the security guard should have defended himself. I'm going to bring up both of those guys live in just a second. But first, Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis, you will not want to miss seeing this legend. Johnny Mathis, Saturday, July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury. Chances are, it's not for me to say, too much, too little, too late. (laughs) And did you know Johnny sang Without Us, the duet with Denise Williams? That was also the theme to the 80s Michael J. Fox sitcom Family Ties. So be the seventh caller right now, right now at 800-848-WABC and a pair of tickets to see Johnny Mathis at NYCB Theater at Westbury are yours. That's 1-800-848-9222. Johnny Mathis, July 22nd at NYCB Theater at Westbury. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. Good luck. We are taking your calls. I mentioned um, we're going to bring up two live calls here together. Stu in Brooklyn says the security guard should have defended himself. Scott on Staten Island says the security guard went too far. Let's start with a spring. Both of them up live. Let's start with Stu in Brooklyn. Stu, what's your take on this? Good morning, Dominic. My take is something that Einstein said. He said that the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. The guard was attacked. It wasn't the first time. Does a man have a family? Does he have children? Is he a breadwinner? What do the people expect him to do? You're taking the guns away. You're taking the anything that he could have legally carried away to defend himself. So he resorted to a last resort. I'm with him. I wish him well. Okay, so hold on, Stu. Scott, Staten Island, your take on this. Yes, good morning, uh, Dominic. I think you're absolutely amazing. Your show is Thank amazing. I, I love listening to you, sir. Thank I, I you. Just, Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, my 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 point is this: the security guard um, wasn't trained. He had no martial. I don't know if he was trained, but it, I'm I'm assuming that he wasn't trained in martial arts. 
had he been trained, like with Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, or whatever, he would have been able to um, hopefully disable him without killing him. Unfortunately, uh, he took out a knife and killed him. And he, from what I understand, he stabbed the eight times. I mean, how many times does it take to disable a person's action? I don't think it would be eight times. And and the other thing is that um, where was the where was the where was law enforcement? Where was you know this, why why didn't the store have a um, a program or or a system where they could stop you know these these people coming in and stealing and and just you know have better a better system so that this situation wouldn't happen. You know, it's the same thing in the subway with Jordan Neely. Had there been law enforcement inside the subway system, this, this situation wouldn't happen. But okay, well, wait, wait, Scott, Scott, Scott. So it's not Jordan Neely's fault. I just want to make sure I got this right. He he bears no responsibility. Scott? Uh, oh, oh, Jordan Jordan Neely. You know, you know, he he said terrible things. I'm sure he has mental illness and he was homeless. However. Was there a way for um, for Jordan for um, Daniel Penny to leave the scene without having to choke him to death? Is hey, there a hey, way? Scott, Scott, I I appreciate the support, but but here's the way to avoid this, Mister Neely. Um, uh, don't don't threaten people. Don't don't do what you think that you have a right to do. Scott, hold on for one second. Stu, you just heard Scott Staten Island. What's your reaction? I take it Scott has never been trained in martial arts. I have, and I'm 87. And to this day, I know how to take care of myself if I have to. However, the first thing you learn is never, never get in a fight you can avoid. Right, right. Well, maybe, uh, you know, I wasn't there. Maybe the security guard couldn't uh, avoid this one. Uh, They had had past encounters before. Dominic. You said something, and a couple of other people have said something. This is, I, I agree with this gentleman in terms of uh, these guards should be trained in martial arts, close quarter combat, where you, you learn how to take a knife, a gun, and so on away, uh, the way they do in uh, Israel. I've seen a five foot four woman take down a six foot three guy because she's trained in Krab Anyhow, the, the point is. That's not where the problem is. We know where the problem is. The problem starts with all these uh, politically motivated DAs, and I am advocating political assassination. And before you say anything, I don't mean physically killing anybody. I'm talking about organizing everybody in every neighborhood with money, with time, to take these people out of the political system, defeat them. And it's like betting on a horse race. You want to go win place and show. You want to have a Democrat representative, a Republican, an independent. And no matter who wins, your guy who's going to do the right thing is going to be in that office. Where right now all that you're getting is a lot of politically correct crap that's destroying this country, this city. I agree with you, Stu. Thank you for the call. Let's give Scott on Staten Island the final word before we take a break and then continue with the calls. Go right ahead, Scott. Yes, Dominic, just to respond to this gentleman's uh, uh, statements, um, I'm a United, I'm an, I'm an ex-Marine and um, I'm trained, uh, you know, I'm trained for self-defense. I'm a martial artist. 
so I know how to disable people. Uh, I, I wouldn't have taken out a knife. I would have used my martial arts training and, uh, and disabled him and then called the police, you know, to, to, you know, to take care of the situation. But I would try to avoid at, at, at all costs taking a life. I don't have any right to do that. And, um, that's where that's where law enforcement should be um, handling. That's what they should be handling, not not me personally. And and unfortunately, CVS shouldn't be hiring people that have no idea what they're doing. And now there's now there's a situation. And even in the subway system, there has to be more law enforcement. I take the subway. I, I hardly see any any police in there, and it's terrible. And it's the whole thing is just a tragedy. And I feel so I feel bad for both of the. Um, for both people, you know, both. Right. I feel sorry for both. Scott, I, 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 no, I, I want to thank you for 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 your opinion. I want to thank you for the uh, comments you made up front, and uh, thank you, uh, folks. Uh, thank you, Scott, Staten Island. I've got to take a break. Dominic Carter in for James Golden, nine forty-eight a.m. Good morning, nine forty-eight a.m. Good morning. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back with more of your telephone calls right here at Talk Radio 77 WABC. Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter in for James Golden. I'm about to go to Richard in Texas, but, 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 I want to make this comment about the NYPD. Stop picking on our hero men and women of law enforcement. Let them do their jobs to put these animals in check. How about that? I said it. I mean it. Stop picking on them. Public advocate Jamani Williams, you are in, in, the, in the Looney Tunes of the city, city council. You don't have anything else to do besides increase the, the, the paper trail that police officers have to do. They want to monitor everything for possible racism uh, uh, motives of the men and women of blue. And guess what? You're driving them away. You see the police commissioner quit and get a hold of these numbers. Through June 20th, 648 officers quit before retiring this year. In other words, you can keep your pension. I'm out. I'm done. That's a 22% spike from 2021 when 530 officers left and an 87% rise, 87% from 2020, from 2020. You're driving away the men and women of blue, but, but you're welcoming the criminal element, the mentally ill, and the homeless to do whatever they feel like doing. Richard in Texas, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And by the way, folks, the uh, Johnny Mathis ticket giveaway is uh, over. Go ahead, Richard. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, from Midland, Texas. 
oil and gas territory. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, Richard, Richard, isn't Midland uh, the place where that football movie was uh, made about? Yes, and also where the girl went into the uh, well many years ago and was rescued. Fortunately, okay. it was okay. an amazing case. So this is a historic town. Oil and gas, 45% of the country's oil and gas comes from here. Christopher Columbus discovered America. And I want to say, I discovered Dominic today. You're terrific. Oh, that's nice of you, Richard. Thank you. And one more little thing I have to say. You're a breath of fresh air in a very polluted world. And I want you to know that. And I think you're terrific. And I'm calling for the first time. And I'm actually listening to you for the first time. And what I want to say about what's going on in these blue Marxist Democrat cities run by Democrat Marxist uh, DAs. They've taken it where they want the people to defend themselves instead of letting the police defend the people and the DAs putting these people away. And then when they have to defend themselves because they have no choice, they're charged with different crimes. When the guy who participated and started it all will not be put in jail until he murders someone. And then you finally see prosecution in these blue cities run by Marxist Democrats. And you know it's true, and I know it's true. And it doesn't matter how many times he stabbed them. You don't count the stabbings. You don't count the shootings. The man in the bodega knifed the guy three or four times to kill him while he was getting the you-know-what beat up on him. The first stab is all that matters. He was defending himself, and he had a right to, and he had no choice. Richard, I wish I had time to respond to what you said, but I, but I thank you. I thank you for your comment. And um, as, as it relates to me and, and every other personality here on WABC, it's the vision of the station's owners, uh, John Katsimatidis, Margo Katsimatidis. They have been the biggest supporters of my career, hands down. Uh, the owners of this radio station, Melanie Danbury, Connecticut. Good morning, Melanie. What's on your mind? Oh, good morning. Um, I just wanted to say I totally agree with um, the CVS um, security guard and, and what he did, because doesn't that have to do with our Constitution of Rights or Bill of Rights? Constitution, the right to defend ourselves. Well, you know? that's a good point. That That's a good point, Melanie. Yeah. It's a very and, good point. Um, so I wanted to say that, and also I wanted to thank you very much for what you've done today, you know, substituting. And I, I like this sort of the dueling thing that you do back and forth with um, the, fo- the phone calls. Right. Well, I do that, Melanie, because sometimes it's better rather than me trying to argue the opposite point to let people on yes. opposite sides of the issue hash it out. Well, you do in a very uh, humble and kind way, and I thank you. Thank you, and you have a wonderful day in the great state of Connecticut this morning. Callahan in New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, Dominic. I'm on Dominic's town hall. Oh, there you go, Callahan. Go right ahead. I love it. I love it. And um, what I want to say is that people don't feel safe generally, and it's creating this vicarious PTSD in the culture. You go on the subway, you walk down the street, you're not quite sure if somebody should be in jail. Were they, you know, um, are they on the loose? Are they not vetted? Are they not known? 
you know, and it just creates a lot of anxiety. It's not a justification to murder somebody, but people are really going off the hook. That's what I want to say. And we have to get ourselves together with good law enforcement and good support for the people. I I hear you. I agree with you. Um, we thank you for the call. We have to support the men and women of Blue. It really is that simple. I'm going to try and squeeze in one more call. Tony in White Plains. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. There's one factor. I'm ex-military as a combat paratrooper with the 101st Airborne Division, and I was very well trained on how to deal with people. Uh, when, when that CVS employee pulled out that knife and started stabbing, he was emotionally scared. He was working on adrenaline. He did not have the knowledge to know how to control what he was doing, and it's my belief he probably was not even aware that he stabbed a man that many times. I think I, I would agree with you. I think I would agree with you. He wanted to extricate himself from the situation as quickly as possible, and he thought in some way in his mind that this was going to do it. He's a poor, innocent person. The problem with all these incidents are people don't have enough education to know what to do. Fortunately, your program kind of gives people an insight on run, get away, do this, avoid this, avoid that. It helps people. You probably don't know how many situations you've helped people with. But uh, to blame this guy for what he did is just ridiculous. And, and it I'm goes back you. to everything else you can say. I'm with you, Tony. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Folks, that's all the time that we have. We had three hours this morning. I thought it would be more than enough time. But here I am, out of time, and I still have a million things to say. But I want you folks to do me a favor. I want to ask a big favor of each and every one of you. Please do me this favor. It's a big one. I want you to relax and enjoy the weekend. Can you please do that for me? Dominic Carter filling in for James Golden on this Saturday morning. Thank you, folks. Thanks for your time. I hope that cup cup of coffee was good. I hope the conversation was good. And you folks have a great day. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up after news headlines, the great Larry Cutlow. Have a great day, folks.